Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. This show is brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, leaders in business. My name is Raik van Nikerk and the big news today is ESCOM, which reported some dreadful and very concerning results today. Not only has it posted a loss of 2.3 billion rand, it's also cash flow negative. Uh, cash flow actually plummeted. And perhaps more significantly, the company reported irregular expenditure of 19.6 billion rand. It is an almost incomprehensible number. And compared to, say, the increase in the VAT rate from 14 to 15 percent, that will yield around 23 billion rand for the state coffers. So an irregular expenditure number of close to 20 billion rand is an absolutely massive number. And I'll speak to Antoinette Slubbert, MoneyWeb journalist, uh, in a minute about the results. She attended the press conference. And in other corporate news, uh, Anglo-American Platinum reported some good numbers. Um, and uh, But looking at the markets, it seems like there is a bit of negative pressure, especially because Nuspas is trading down 3%. But let's look at the indicators. The JSC All Share down 1.25%. Financials down 0.85%. Gold mining trading flat. Industrials down nearly 2%. Resources also down nearly half a percent. Let's look at uh, international markets. Uh, the FTSE 100 is trading down uh, 0.3%. The DAX down 0.1%, while the CAC 40 is also trading down around a third of a percent. Earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei traded down 1.3%. The Hang Seng gains 0.1%. Shanghai had a good day, up 1.07%. Let's look at currencies. The uh, rand is trading at uh, a 13 rand, well, the, against the dollar, 13 rand 54, um, against the pound, 17 rand 75, and uh, against the euro, 15 rand 83. The dollar is trading, uh, uh, the, the euro rather, is trading at $1.16. The gold price uh, is currently trading at $1,228, platinum at $829.90. Uh, the Brent crude price is $73.66. But uh, Antoinette Slubbert, she's a senior money web journalist. She attended the Eskom results. Um, with, as I've said earlier, the loss amounted to 2.3 billion rand. The cash flow from operations fell from 45.8 billion to 37.6 billion. But the big number, irregular expenditure, amounts to 19.6 billion. Um, and uh, this was not only applicable to the 2018 year, but it includes uh, some uh, irregular expenditure in previous years as well. Um, obviously, the auditors look a bit further back than just the latest financial year. Antoinette, welcome to the show. Uh, what do you make of the results? Good afternoon, Raik. Yes, it's actually even worse than you indicated. Uh, we looked at ESCOM, the utility, on a standalone basis. That 2.3 billion loss is at a group level. At a, on a standalone basis, the loss for the year is 4.6 billion rand. And that is from the same revenue as last year. So it is really terrible. Um, we must understand that this board is new. They are cleaning a house. That is why they came across the 20 billion. And apparently there might be more to be discovered. The auditors also qualified the, the audit opinion. They expressed concern about ESCOM's ability to continue as a going concern. They flagged the irregular expenditure. 
it is really not a good picture. The one thing that stood out to me is that the board has looked at the at the corporate plan and said that this corporate plan is unsustainable. You know, um, and in terms of the plan, the ESCOM borrowings was supposed to increase from three, $380 billion this year to $600 billion in four years' time. But ESCOM cannot even pay the, the uh, you know, keep up with the payments for the $380 billion where we are now. So that is the priority of the board to look at that borrowing uh, plan, you know, looking into the future now, you can do things differently. But I must say, at the moment, the um, questions, uh, the board is still answering questions, so we haven't concluded the briefing yet. But I haven't heard any solution for this, uh, you know, to change this uh, path with regards to the the borrowing. But let's uh, focus on the irregular expenditure. Do we know anything more than that uh, some 20 billion rand in expenditure have been flagged? Uh, Are there any details uh, beyond that? There is quite a bit of detail. Caleb Kassam, the acting CFO, uh, emphasized that it does not mean that ESCOM didn't get value for all of that. A large portion of it is, for example, deviations from procurement procedure that should have been reported to National Treasury, but it wasn't reported. So he says a lot of it is actually administrative uh, problems in the procurement process and and that they hope to uh, rectify. There's about 10 billion of that that they hope to um, condone, to have condoned. Uh, but even so, I mean, 20 billion is just so much. It shows you that with regards to procurement, things were far from what it should have been at ESCOM. Who are, who were the external auditors? I'm not sure. I haven't. Uh, sorry, I haven't had time to look at that yet. Mm. We've seen uh, Jabba Mabuza, um, you know, is involved with various um, different uh, initiatives uh, trying to support the private sector. Uh, he's the chairman. Um, what was the uh, the message they conveyed? Um, are there any uh, uh, optimism or any positives uh, in the results which they flagged? Well, the, the message was really that this is a look into the past. This this is the heritage. Um, this is something that is being cleaned out and, and they have to stabilize ESCOM. They were saying ESCOM has had 10 CEOs in 10 years, six boards in, in 10 years. So there was a lot of instability and they are looking at things differently and they hope to stabilize ESCOM. But again, the acting CFO said the next year will be just about keeping the head above the water and the year thereafter will still be difficult. Hopefully thereafter they would have uh, been able to stabilize ESCOM. Any indication? I don't know how. (laughs) Any indication of the quantum of a government bailout which seemed to be inevitable? Well, nothing said about that so far when uh, Caleb Kassam said uh, this coming year would be about keeping it head above water. He said without putting too much pressure on government. So uh, whatever that might mean, uh, the Minister of Public Enterprises, Kevin Gordon, is here. He hasn't said a word yet. Uh, we believe he's going to close the session, so we'll, we'll um, keep our ears open for, you know, whether he says anything about that. Looking at the, the results, do you foresee more uh, above inflation tariff increases? 
Well, uh, you know, with the next tariff cycle, we will have the RCA um, liquidation. Uh, we will have the new uh, three-year tariff um, period starting. So we will have to see somewhere. It's going to have to get money from somewhere. So the chances are there. Um, ESCOM is also taking the last NERSA tariff decision on review uh, in the High Court. We don't know whether that will be finalized before um, April next year when the new tariffs kick in. But uh, the money has to come from somewhere, either the government through the taxpayers or the consumers through tariffs. Thank you, Antoinette. That was senior MoneyWeb journalist Antoinette Slabert. Who, is, uh, who has stepped out of the Eskom press conference, which I see is still ongoing. Uh, a pretty lengthy marathon session there. But on the line, David Shapiro from Sasfin. Uh, David, uh, I don't know if you've managed to look at the numbers, but they don't look good. No, I haven't. Unfortunately, I, um, I'll pick them up a bit later, but I was listening to Antoinette. And uh, I think it just points to, I don't know whether the rands, you know, it's around 13.50. I don't know whether this is coming across or whether the dollar's uh, picking up strength now. You know, Rake, to be honest, uh, we're so punch drunk on this market. From one day to the next, you're not sure where you are. So you're not quite sure what the, what the forces are behind the kind of movements are. You know, they're so diverse and they're so volatile. So w- w- what I'm trying to say is that on, on Friday, after Trump's tweets and after uh, his views on, on everything from currency manipulation uh, to further tariffs, the dollar actually came, and also for attacking the Fed, the dollar came under pressure. This morning, we're seeing a complete reverse as he tries to blow off, uh, you know, threatening Iran. So I'm not sure whether that's in the price or not, but the rand is a lot weaker from its strength of uh, of Friday. So we're at about 13.52 now against the dollar. But um, you know, longer term, I think those are issues that are going to to trouble us, going to trouble the rating agencies and to how we actually pick up this economy and how we reverse. Um, you know those issues, how you get Eskom back on its feet again. A loss of 4.6 billion yeah. rand. Uh, yeah. How many companies have you seen that suffered such a loss? <laughs> no. I you know, but you've always got the taxpayer. And, and that's the problem. You can't keep rever- reverting back to government and back to the taxpayer. And I think the one thing that troubles the rating agencies are the guarantees that, that government are giving to uh, all these state-owned enterprises. And I think this is the worst by a long, by long shot. So where are we now, July? I don't know. I, d- I don't know how the rating agencies uh, assess this. I don't know how the rest of the world assesses it. But it's, it's a huge strain on what is already a strained economy. Yeah. Um, you, saw, you, saw, you, know, you saw the Reserve Bank cutting back on our growth last week from, from 1.7 to 1.2. That's a huge, you know, that's a huge adjustment. That's a 30% and, adjustment. Mm, mm. Mm. And yeah, he's upgraded it for next year, but I mean that's that's year-on-year year growth, so things might come around. And I think there's a a view that commodity prices will, will you know will pick up and that the economy will stabilise. But uh, you know there's no there's no knowing where we're going to be next year as well. And even at two percent, it's way below where we should be. So. I think you know, the government's got to start governing. <laughs> it's enough politics already. Yeah, I think there needs to be very un, uh, un uh, PC decisions that need to be taken. Yeah. You know, SAA, Eskom, and yeah. and the privatisation yeah. route seems to be the only viable option to actually save yeah. those companies. 
But they've got to do it with viable partners, and I'm not sure you can uh, have politics interfere with with getting the, by, by what I mean by that is that you've got to attract probably outside parties, you know, from outside the country to come in and run. And I think they would be ruthless when they actually come in and uh, uh, um, try and reestablish uh, some form of you know of future. So as they you know, and and that's going to cause job losses, and that's going to cause uh, a lot of noses being put out a joint but it's the only way rake you know we can sit here and talk every day and and tell them what they have to do but but uh, there's an urgency to do it and it's reflected in the market today as well yeah. you know we're under a lot of pressure every time we think we're on our <laughs> we started to head upwards and start making some kind of gains next day we catch the big snaker down you know the big snake and uh, <laughs> fall all the way back to start you know, we've got to keep rolling the dice Anglo-American Platinum reported mm. interims today, and I thought actually very good results. Uh, HEPs up three fifty percent. You know, I don't, you haven't seen that in the mining industry, although it is of a low, low base. Uh, actually, paid a dividend. So. Um, uh, what did you make of the numbers? Well, you know, we've been expecting it. They've given us enough um, warning as that that this will happen. The market's been pretty muted. I think, I think the focus is is Anglofat stands out. You know, the one thing that it does do it stands out as a platinum producer. Um, it's 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 got the best minds and it's way ahead of any of its competitors. But I still think that that weighing down on the on the market is where platinum goes in the future. And you heard uh, Mr. Griffiths last, you know, last last week, uh, putting money into looking for for other uses for platinum, which is going to take a long time. So I think that's troubling the market. Uh, so while from time to time you might get kickups in the market price, uh, I still think we're in in territory now, which is going to make it very hard for them. Yeah. Um, to sustain kind of that growth into the future. There was one line in the results which caught mm-hmm. my eye, um, and that was that the that the increase in profitability was benefited or aided by mechanized mining. That, uh, mm-hmm. and I quote, lifted productivity and cut costs. Um, and obviously, <laughs> and, and the more they're going to implement that, the social impact will be a lot higher. I know, I know. They're going to have to. I mean, you know, you can't hold progress back. And, Rake, what you're, what you're raising now is not unique to Anglo Plateau. It's unique to every factory that is being built today. And the problem is how do you adjust your labor force to um, adapt to these new conditions? You know, it happens. It's America. It's all over the world that you have to now retrain uh, your labor force for a, for a completely new world. Um, so, so it's not unique. And mining, it's, it's you know we've been threatening this for a long time. But I mean, the use of machines is 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 a lot more uh, efficient than than labour and all safer as well. Yeah. So uh, it cuts into the rock, you know, without waste. And um, so, so yeah, you know, I, th- I think they use it on certain mines, but it has helped. Yes, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you, David. That was David Shapiro from Sassfin. And unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. The show was brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, leaders in business. And that's it for this edition of the MoneyWeb at Mirai Show. My name is Raik Finikark, and thanks for tuning in. Numbers rule the world. Inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond. 
especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. A CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to saiga.co.za. 